Last night, Donald Trump's home in Florida was raided by the FBI. I just want to pause at the beginning. We all need to ask ourselves, what is the purpose of government? Does government protect us? And these changes that are happening in the United States of America, what do they mean for us as citizens? Will we be raided? Will we be canceled online from something as silly as Twitter? Canceled from our jobs. Will we be canceled from society? Prison. And will we be punished for our views? Taxation. Access to health care, to freedoms, to the Second Amendment, all these things. It's amazing that a former president is being raided, and I'm going to talk about it in just a minute. The warrant signed by a judge connected to Jeffrey Epstein. The one who represented, I believe, we'll look at it in just a little bit, his quote-unquote, cover your children's ears, his Yugoslavian sex slave. This is a swamp. I know Trump said he's going to drain the swamp. Let's all be real. He didn't. He had a chance, maybe, maybe not, but he was there to clean up the FBI, clean up things, and he was slow in doing that. For whatever reason. And now, his home is being raided by the FBI. And I worry this is going towards an indictment. Here are the facts. Donald Trump revealed in a statement on Monday night, that's last night, that his Mar-a-Lago resort had been raided by federal agents while he was in New York City. So they waited for him to be gone. His son, Eric Trump, told Fox that night that it had to do with some documents sought from the former president by the National Archives. Record-keeping body realized in May 2021 that Trump documents were missing. Efforts to get them back were subsequently slow-walked, it was reported. Federal... Federal officials traveled to Mar-a-Lago in January to get back 15 boxes of documents, some of which were labeled as classified. So those are the facts in a nutshell. I'm going to run the video here of his son, Eric Trump, explaining to Fox News what exactly is going on. Here we go. And we will play. Sean, my father never got so much as a speeding ticket in his life, you know, until he made one decision, and that's to go down the escalators of Mar-a-Lago and spend a lot of money and go and actually fight for this country for the first time. And he did a better job than anybody has ever done. And they started coming after him. The Washington Post, the day he won, 2016, the day he won, November 8th, 
That night, they wrote an article. This is when impeachment begins. He wasn't president. He hadn't been elected for, less, you know, for five minutes at that point. And they start, this is when impeachment begins. And then he's impeached the first time. And then he was impeached the second time. And they slandered him. They belittled him. You know, they went after him. They went after all of us. There's no family in American history that has taken more arrows in the back than the Trump family every single time. And you know what? It's gone on past politics. You look at the attorney generals. You look at district attorneys all over the country. All they want to do is they want to get Donald Trump. They raise money on it. They send fundraising emails about it. They brag on camera about it. They go after him. They subpoena him. I'm probably the most subpoenaed person in the history of the United States. Every single day we get another subpoena. And they do it for one reason. Because they don't want Donald Trump to run and win again in 2024. And, Sean, that's what this is about today. To have 30 FBI agents, actually more than that, descend on Mar-a-Lago, give absolutely you know, no notice, go through the gates, start ransacking an office, ransacking a closet. You know, they broke into a safe. He didn't even have anything in the safe. I mean, give me a break. And, and this is coming from what, the National Archives? Yet, you know, Hunter Biden, he's a firearms crimes, uh, prostitution, illegal drugs, um, you know, shady deals with everybody around the world. And by the way, it's all on his laptop for the whole world to see. In his own writing, in his own words, cooperated by everybody. Where, where are these FBI agents? Where, where is everybody? Why is it that the arrows only fly at Donald Trump and his family? Why is it that the political persecution only goes one way in this country? That is the big question. That is the question. I, and I, I can see as the son of Donald Trump how frustrated you would be to see Hunter Biden given a pass. We're talking about cra smoking crack rock. We're talking about prostitutes, firearms, I mean, drugs prostitutes oh and then let's talk about paying the big man shady deals in ukraine yeah i said it chinese deals it's bogus and i listened to eric trump i'm like man he must be feeling bad they're under extreme scrutiny fbi raids perhaps a coming indictment and hunter biden gets to walk around with his crack pipe in his pocket, in his little black book. All right. Y'all want to go down the rabbit hole a little bit? We're going to talk about the judge allegedly being posted that gave the warrant for this raid. Here we are. Ready? The Florida federal magistrate judge who signed off on a search warrant authorizing the FBI raid of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort donated to Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign. Months after he left the local U.S. attorney's office to rep employees of con convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein, who had received immunity in the long-running sex trafficking investigation of the financier. Judge Bruce Reinhardt approved the warrant that enabled federal agents to converge on the palatial South Florida estate on Monday in what Trump called a, quote, unannounced raid on 
my home. Judge Reinhardt was elevated to magistrate judge in March 2018 after 10 years in private practice. That November, the Miami Herald reported that he had represented several of Jeffrey Epstein's employees, including, by Reinhardt's own admission, the outlet, Epstein's pilots, his scheduler, Sarah Kellen, and Nadia Marcinkova, who Epstein once reportedly described as his, quote, Yugoslavian sex slave. Kellen and Marcinkova were among Epstein's lieutenants who were granted immunity as part of a controversial 2007 deal with federal prosecutors that allowed the pervert to plead guilty to state charges rather than federal crimes. He wound up serving only 13 months in a county jail and was granted work release. So this is the judge who signed off on the raid. And the whole thing, the whole thing looks swampy, right? This is swampy. We're going into the midterm elections. Biden's reputation, his approval, it's all down in the gutter. He can't put his jacket on. He's clearly senile. The effects of age have hit him. His reading on the teleprompters, all these things are tragic and sad. It's sad they're using an old man as a puppet to bring about their globalist socialist agenda, but they are. And let's point out the obvious here. Biden is so unpopular, so unliked. If Trump ran against them, if they didn't cheat, they didn't have mules and Dominion machines and all that, Trump would crush him. He would crush him. All of this is about trying to protect what little the Democrats have right now, what little Biden has. They are horrified going into another presidential election. They're unpopular. Look at inflation. Look at the economy. We're in a de facto recession. We have not recovered from the P-L-A-N-demic. It's totally disgraceful. And many people are saying what I'm about to say and say is, and that is, will they come for us? Are they monitoring all of your thoughts, all of your statements on Facebook, all of your purchases on Amazon, all of your tweets on Twitter? Is there a file for you up there in the cloud that they're going to use, that they're going to bring before some judge shady judge and get a piece of paper signed so they can come and raid your safe, your files, your whatever, underwear drawer. Is that the kind of civilization? Is that the kind of United States of America? 
that we are living in, it's sounding and it's feeling more about restriction, servitude. Look what they're doing to the American currency. They're devaluing it through inflation. You know that hurts? That hurts the elderly. It hurts the poor. It hurts young parents. It hurts children. Because the money you have, the value of it is worth less and less and less. We must understand this. It is a tax on society that is unjust. That if you're making 50000 a year, a year later that 50000 is worth 10% or in some areas even more, less when you go to the store to buy things to survive, to pay the light bill, the gas bill, to buy gasoline, to pay rent, to pay a mortgage. They want to stop not just your behaviors, but your thoughts. So the two things, the two takeaways, there's lots of people talking about it. The two takeaways I want to bring up today is there's a double standard in America where Hunter Biden's son gets to walk down the sidewalk with his crack pipe and his Rolodex full of hookers and his laptop gets to be hushed, hushed and the foreign deals get to be never published, never discussed in media. There's a standard for those people. There's also the standards I talked about it before of Nancy Pelosi. Even in the Catholic Church, she and Joe Biden are devout Catholics. And they get pats on the back from Cardinal Gregory in D.C., Pope Francis in Rome, all kinds of cardinals, leaders. And the ones that try to evangelize, hold the old Orthodox faith, hold on to a biblical worldview. They're the ones that get smacked around discipline. There's a whole double standard, whole double standard. You look at Twitter, there are people making death threats against Clarence Thomas after the Roe v. Wade overturn. Death threats. And yet if you get on there and you talk about a certain medical treatment, from the last two years that was imposed by pharmaceuticals. Or you talk about even wearing the mask. You can be canceled on social media like that. Demonetized on platforms. That's the double standard. And then the second thing is, look at how they place judges. We have a guy who was protecting Jeffrey Pato Epstein. Working with that team, that group. And then he leaves private practice. He becomes a judge. And then someone calls him a favor and says, hey, we need a raid. Donald Trump's house. Can you sign that warrant? And he goes, I got you, bro. You got me here. I'll do favors for you. And that's the problem. That's the problem. All right, you know what to do. Like this video. Give it the thumbs up. 
We only got 400 likes. We got to get that up there. Let's get to 500. Everybody like this video. Share it on Facebook and Twitter, although they're not going to want to hear it. Facebook and Twitter, they don't like this stuff. Go ahead and share it anyway. Let's shake up the algorithm a little bit. And if you're new, please subscribe. Who am I? I am Dr. Taylor Marshall. I talk about Catholicism. I talk about church history. I talk about the Bible, culture, society, civilization, natural law, morality, virtue, family. If you like 51% of the things I just named, go ahead and hit that subscribe button over in the corner or below the video. You can also listen to this podcast anywhere there are audio podcasts like Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. So you can listen while you're running down the street or while you're driving in the car. So please like, please subscribe, and a special thank you to all the patrons over at patreon.com forward slash drtaylormarshall. I send you signed books on the cool merch at different levels. Go to patreon.com forward slash drtaylormarshall. Thanks for watching. As I always say, make sure you're reading the Bible every day and make sure you're praying the rosary every day, you Catholics. And until next time, remember our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed.